0: Hola. Welcome to episode 53 of Word to Your Mama. If you're new here, if you're first timers, let me give you a little insight as to what Word to Your Mama is. It's a podcast about the life of a Latinx mama, that's me, and the lives of her amazing multicultural tribe. A celebration of shared experiences navigating this dynamic world. There'll be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Nah, B is our motto. Hosted by me, Ritsy P. Segments by the Supernatural Bear. That's that's my little man's. Other than that, this podcast will be explicit. Please believe it. Today we have Lilium Rivera, an amazing writer. She's here to talk about her latest book, we light up the sky, but we start off the conversation trying to figure out our route for our ironic love of law and order and law and order SBU. It suits us. Right. But it's like cops. <laughs> it's this whole thing. And then how she loves challenging herself by writing different genres. And she kills it each time. She you know, never wanted to stay in the same lane. We talk about her writing her um, graphic novel for D.C., which is unearth a Jessica Cruz story. How it was having one of her babies, one of her books, for the first time be based out in, you know in L.A. with we Light, we Light Up the Sky. And how infusing the impact of COVID into her latest book, how she was able to do that, but without re-traumatizing young folks. Uh, also how these past couple of years have been enlightening, to say the least, to show us who are the real ride or dies. And we also touch upon her per- very personal essay that came out last year that was very powerful. Um, it's called Talking to My Family About Colorism is an Act of Love. And don't forget We got some amazing questions and comments from the audience, including one from Kano, the Mild manner Hooligan. And, you know, when you listen to it, if you're listening to it and your powers that be that can make our dreams happen, then let's do this spinoff thing. You'll understand later when you listen to the episode of Dos Mujeres Un Chinito. All right, let's get into it. Why? Why does I don't you mentioned Law and Order? Why does it soothe me? It's like some fucked up shit. Like for you, is it New York? I don't know. But for me, it's just like, it calms me down. Like I need a channel where it's, I know there's channels that it's kind of almost on 24-7, but I yeah. need a 24-7 law and order SVU 24-7. <laughs> it calms me down I Hear that Tun, and the way it sounds and the noise of this. I don't know. It calms me the fuck down. It can be Why is that? Like, it's so
1: weird. It's so it's so horrible. It's like <laughs> so stereotypical, like law enforcement using. People of color, you know, it's exactly. stereotypes
0: of our people. And, and at the same time, I'm like, fuck it, defund the police. And the same time, I'm
1: like, law and order all day. Stabler, Benson, Tutuola. And it's like, if you know anyone who's an actor who lives in New York, they have been on that show. Yeah, it's you it's it. it's a it's a rite
0: of passage. And everyone <laughs> talks about it. Like if you're from New York. Like, oh, I was dead body number two.
1: (laughs) I was prostitute number
0: five. (laughs) My
1: brother, you know, I I rarely speak about my brother, but he has been on that show. Yeah, I remember seeing, I'm like, is that?
0: (laughs) You got to do it though. And then it's funny to look like later on, like, especially when I'm watching, like I had the seasons over and I need it in my life and I'm jonesing, right? So I was like, oh, I got to look at the, you know, the the reruns and I'll watch the reruns and I'll be like oh shit I forgot Homeboy was in there when he was twelve or when right. he wasn't famous you're like oh he was the drug he was a serial killer kid <laughs> that's
1: the thing you're just like oh I know it is but it is a soothing thing that whenever I'm in a hotel I'm like click 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 like just I'm like what channel is Law and Order so I know I'm okay TNT USA <laughs>
0: The go-to this is the go-to and forget about a holiday they're playing that shit 24 fucking seven and i'm all about it <laughs> So weird <laughs> yeah, i don't weird. get it it's so weird but we you know i talked about it on the nerd out once and i was trying to find my root what it was and i think you and i talked about it maybe and maybe like on a thread or something with with uh uh Nabi productions lmc <laughs> por vida but my root my root is i used to watch when i was little perry mason Oh
1: that's so interesting. I've never seen Perry Mason before. That's I remember wild. I was
0: 4 and it was um that one show Andy Griffith show. Oh, <laughs> the Andy right. Griffith show. So it was I was 4 years old, wasn't in school yet and my mom and I, I remember we were like on welfare so all every day for lunch I'd have Campbell's chicken noodle soup with a a, a you know those fake yellow cheese with mayo on white bread and it, she would half it up for me. And I'd sit in front of the black and white TV kids. <laughs> and this was like the seventies, right? Yes. Seventies, eighties. And I would Andy griffith Shaw, like, like clockwork was my shit, Andy Griffith show, And then this was Perry Mason. I don't know that's what was funny. happening, but Perry Mason was, he was in the courtroom. And I was like, that's my, that's
1: my, that's my route. I, you know, I mean, for me, I guess it would have been, this is way back in the day, but my parents would watch Beretta. Oh, see, see, with the, but the the, uh, the, 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 the bird. I don't know. It wasn't a parrot, but it was a cockatoo,
2: right?
1: <laughs> so my parents would watch it. We were too young and we weren't supposed to be watching it because it was past our bedtime, but I would watch, listen to the song of it. Yeah. And then, so then I was really, I was into that. And maybe that has to do with why I like, yeah. I like Columbo and I like STV, yep. you yeah. know, law and order.
0: It's that, it's that uh, procedural <laughs> cop drama and shit. So
1: yeah. when the, so when the
0: new Perry Mason came out, I was like, what, what is this? Oh, that's
1: right. Cause it was on HBO. Yo, I watched some episodes. It was, it was good. So I was like, is it was this good. Perry Mason but I was it like, was I, I was like, whoa, shit. There's a whole backstory of Perry
0: Mason. He was like, you know. Multifaceted and all kinds of shit and I was like but had then no idea. it wasn't till the end that they when he was like in the courtroom and I was like oh that yeah. makes sense and then when they played the actual song forget it but my four-year-old self I was going
1: crazy I was like there it is And that I was, was like, a good that was a good series but I had forgotten that it was connected to Perry Mason I was just like oh they're just trying to change it up
0: yeah. No, it was like telling the beginning story and I appreciate it. I was like, oh, OK. And I was like, that's my real. So anyways, Law and Order. We love it. It soothes <laughs> us. It could be some fucked up shit, but we love it. I don't know what it is. It, it is what it is. That's it another is what one. It is. <laughs> one of the reasons why we connect. So Lydia, <laughs> l- l- let's start off, even though we started, let's start off with how are you doing?
1: Almost I'm good? good. I'm OK. You know, I'm, I'm good. I am. Um just um how do I say this handling my business is that (laughs) just taking care of stuff and (laughs) maintaining (laughs) it's weird it's weird because you know I have a book come out and then I'm just like I'm promoting so I'm promoting and I'm just like I have events and events are happening and stuff and I'm like I see the light at the end where I'm not going to be doing that you know and that's always exciting (laughs)
0: And speaking of before, because I definitely want to talk about your book, but I also want to talk about other stuff because, you know, everyone you've been doing this whole tour thing and it's the Mm -hmm. same thing, same things, little variations, Mm -hmm. you know, except the the lip bar. I love the lip bar one because it's, you know, it's with family and
1: yeah, like that. And I love that one. That one was, I know me too. And it was, it is, it did feel like it I was just. Having, having a get together with, with some friends I haven't seen. Yeah, know? that was amazing. I love that. Um, <laughs> shout out to the Lip Bar. I always try
0: to make sure I buy your books from there. It's like this hit, this whole thing that I since the beginning. Um, they're, they're in the Bronx. I'll have a link to them. So I just wanted to say felicidades on the Amazon bestseller teen and YA magical realism for Never Look Back. What?
1: yeah that was really cool i mean i don't i i was yeah i was surprised that happened that's really cool because that came out last year yeah it came out last year and it's the new it's uh the ebook the ebook version and the paperback just came out um just a couple of weeks ago so it's i love that book i think it's a really special book so i'm i'm happy when anyone discovers it i'm like yeah, it's a good book. You should read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also it got the um, 2021 Pura Belpre Honor.
1: Yes. And that was cool. Text. Yeah, that's a, like American Library Association. So it's like librarians who selected it, which is also amazing. And it's um it was the first time that they were honoring uh, uh, young adult books. It was the first time they're doing the category, that category. So that was really cool that I was able to be a part of that. Like Never Look Back was able to be honored that way because that's, I don't know, that's a big deal. For me, it was a big deal.
0: (laughs) It's a big deal. And also knowing your story, I knew it was a big deal. Also, when we looked in, I read a book prior to you getting that award about her.
1: It Mm -hmm. was a children's
0: book, you know? Yes.
1: And she was the first Afro-Latina, first Puerto Rican to be a librarian, um And that it was a big deal. I was just like, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, I'm like in awe of the fact that I am associated with her. She's like a t- trailblazer. You yeah.
0: Know? And, and it fits, it all fits NYC, her, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. um <laughs> I I just want to say that you amaze me all the time. You continue to amaze me because you know, have friends. We all have friends that, you know, are in our creatives in different forms. And, mm. you know, usually just to keep it a hundred, keep it a buck. You don't usually l- love everything that your friends do, you right. know, yeah. you support it. And you'd be like, oh, okay, then that's cool. Like, that's cool. But maybe it's not my favorite, you know, you don't say that, but you know, <laughs> and so <laughs> you can't, you, every time you come up with some shit, Lilliam, I'm just like, what she does it again (laughs) right (laughs) and so like 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 i've said before like especially on the best book podcast ever best book ever podcast shout out to 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 julie um i was on there and i was just like you know she came out with you know the education of marco sanchez i was like her first book and i was like oh this is amazing i was eating it up and i was like oh she's about to come out with another one and you're thinking like oh the sophomoric curse you know that People aren't gonna live to the hype. And, and then the second book, that was like my next fucking favorite shit. And that's the book that I talk about on the podcast. And I was like, how did she do this? And then you come out with another, and then and then the fucking um the uh the gold events. I was like, oh, oh yeah. something, you know, the supernatural bear can read. We can read it, let's read it together for Mimi timers. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh shit, this is mystery. She could do this shit too. Like I was just, you just keep on killing it and amazing being amazing and then I want to talk about other things that you've done too besides the books but you know how does this happen Lilia
1: (laughs) what man I don't I don't know I mean I I just I'm I I think somebody was asking me this the other day I was in a panel and I was just like um whenever I think of a project, I'm always thinking like, how can I challenge myself and push myself to do something different? You know, yeah. I, and it's not just because I get bored or anything. It's more of like, how do I challenge my writing? How do I move my craft a little bit? And, and to me, it's just like, oh, I want to write oh, a mystery. Okay. That sounds cool. I've never run, written a mystery before. Let me try it. You know, let me, I've read written mysteries before. Okay. What does that look like? or if I'm going to write a science fiction book or I'm going to write a dystopian book, I'm like, I've, I'm have i such a, a huge reader of everything. And so I just want to, to try, like, I feel like that's, that's the challenge for me is to like, okay, let me try to do something that I might feel uncomfortable and, and maybe a little, you know, unaware of the landscape, <laughs> but I'm going to try, you know, and, and see if, if it works. Cause I'm such a, Cause I love writing and I, and I feel like I don't want to just stay in, in, in one lane yeah. the whole time. You know?
0: I love that because I feel, I feel um, a lot of people in my crew and my different crews. I think we have that. That's a, something that we have in common. Like we're creatives, but you don't want to just get pigeonholed in one thing, but mm-hmm. you know, especially now reading um, it, 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 let me just say this. Your books are are in the YA genre, but mm-hmm. I keep telling my adult friends and they love them too. I'm just like, yo, this is just qu- quality writing is quality writing. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? It's quality writing, especially in the past eight, nine years with the Supernatural Bear, you know, the stuff we've been reading together, he continually wants me to read stuff. So I'm reading like quality things to the, to the point where even he, I, we read this one book and I'm not going to say it's a big oh. bestseller book. And we were just like, what? What? What is this this lack of of language that could be used to the point where the supernatural bear was like, Oh, is that is what she's just always gonna say such as such said, such and such said 20 times in a page. And oh. I was like, I was like, Oh, you're picking up on that too. He's like, Yeah, why? How come he doesn't she doesn't write um he does he doesn't write um uh, she exclaimed or she yelled? Yeah. Like he's like giving tips. <laughs> and then we read the first Gold events. And he's like, this is what I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> Supernatural Bear is like, exhibit A. Exhibit A. <laughs> you <know. laughs> so, you know, like that that's what I'm saying. I recommend your books to everybody, not just, you know, not just the the YA, for adults, for everybody. So let's talk about the two projects that have come out so far. Okay. And let's talk about, Let's go back. Let's go back to the DC project that you do with the amazing Steph C. It's like oh two God. Latinas killing it. She's like 20-something. I think she just turned like 25, 24. I don't she know. She is young. a baby and just so talented. So talented. Mexicana at that mm-hmm. too. So tell I'm us just, about that project and how that came up, but what it's called and how it came about.
1: So I was approached by DC Comics to um to come up, you know, they wanted me to write like a graphic novel, which is a, one of the, the lines that they were doing, um, that one of their prints. Or, and so, you know, I come, you know, I started looking to see who I wanted to do or which character, of course, I wanted to do someone who was Latina, Latine, Latinx. Um, and then we kind of honed into Jessica Cruz. So um, so the book that came out, which came out this year, is called "Unearth a Jessica Cruz Story. Um, and Jessica Cruz is part of the Green Lantern kind of universe. And um, this is her story as kind of like her origin story, like her the beginnings of when she's a high schooler dealing with um, just being, a you know, high school girl, right? Doing great, getting good grades, um, having her friends, trying not to like you know go to all the parties but just you know just maintaining (laughs) and then you also learn about her family life and her family they're they're undocumented and shows she's kind of like dealing with how to navigate that like do you Mm. keep these secrets you know will her her friends you know really understand that um And then the worst happens. And so we're dealing, you know, and you see this and she also has to, she goes into this kind of like dreams, dream world of this other realm where these Aztec um, gods and goddesses kind of navigate, you know, give advice, I would say. (laughs) And the illustrations is just amazing. Like so beautiful, so beautiful. So it was cool. It was cool working on that project.
0: So how different is it to work in that style compared to, you know, one of your books? Because you have to do it. Do, is it what I always I, I wanted to know what I didn't ask you via our text was um, you write it first? Illustr- mm-hmm. Like when do the illustrations come in? Do you guys work together? How does that go down?
1: I write the script first. So I have to write the first and the script and then uh, we get that like set kind of sort of set in stone, the script. And then we give, we start giving uh, Steph, we started giving Steph some some, um, pages, you know, of the script so she could start working on the illustrations um, as I, maybe I tweak them or rewrite them a little bit. But for the most part, it was like the script is kind of done and then she gets it and then she works on it. And then we go back and forth with her illustrations. And, but I mean, for the most part, I'm just saying like, wow, (laughs) just like amazing. (laughs) So yeah, it wasn't anything that I would even, you know, say like, I loved her style and I thought it was really different from all the other books and I'm really unique. Like I just felt I was just really so happy because we talked about artists and who to pick, you know, who, who we wanted. And I was really adamant about making sure that we get a a Lat- um, artists. And mm-hmm. when they discovered uh, Steph, I was just like, ah, oh, here it is. It, felt good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> she was amazing.
0: And so and then I cut it, cut you out before with the other question. And how does it differ when you had it when you knew it was like, oh, I'm writing for a graphic novel this time? Mm-hmm. How does that differ from writing, say, like, you know, we light up the sky?
1: Oh, man. I mean, I'm just. I'm working on, you know, it's an IP project, so it's like it's like DC Comics is big, yeah. you know, and it's um, and they were pretty good about like oh, allowing me to, you know, here's the story. I You know, I come up with this story idea. It's like, OK, we worked I worked with the editor and we just sort of nailed the story idea. And then they let me do whatever I, you know, I had to do. Um, but. But it's still DC comics, you know, so you yeah. have to really kind of live in that world. And um it was good though. I mean it was it was very because I did Goldie Vance, I already worked in a in a kind of in a kind of I like a world that was already created. Goldie Vance yeah. was already created, it was a it was a, a comic book first, and so I already understood what it's like to work in that space. Mm. Um, so it, it worked, it flowed very, you know, easily with uh, DC comics for the most part. Um, but, you know, when I'm writing my own thing, I write my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't have to like, it's not, uh, you know, I'm not asked. you know, I work with an, uh, an editor, but I'm not, you know, I, for the most part, I'm just, the editor's just trying to get the best out of me. Yeah, I'm not making sure I'm not stepping out of bounds on certain things you know yeah and so then it's just a different kind of challenge I don't mind it it's it's just it's different you know so my babies are my babies and then DC Comics that's DC (laughs) Comics babies I'm just helping (laughs)
0: Did did they give you did you have like free reign to to go into the vaults like oh I need to do research so I need to do do they like give you access to stuff how did that work
1: they do. I mean, they do. And they give you like, Oh, here's some books that you can read mm-hmm. uh, that has, you know, this is what's happened with Jessica Cruz before uh, she's, mm-hmm. she's, she has, you know, she deals with anxiety. This is what she, you know, and in in, as an adult and that's what, you know, and then you could see that in the, in the book and, and on earth, you could see that play out even more. So it was really interesting to talk about those things. And and to include um, other another character from from Green Lantern and have her meet him, meet together there, you know, in that in the beginning. And so like it's planting seeds. Um, so that was kind of it was really fun doing that. And also I got to go to the DC Comics office and take pictures Amazing. with like, you know.
0: Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including good looking out, I'm down, hell yeah, and please believe it. Benefits include patron shoutouts, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias.
1: They they watch they had Watchmen stuff and Batman you know I was just yeah. like geeking out <laughs> I was like can you take a picture of me you know? <laughs> like nerd it was amazing
0: <laughs> that's awesome and and I think that that that's a testament to how um, how um, people seeing your talent and what you could do because you're this is you you've been in the gold events world you've been in the dc world and prior to that access to star wars let's not forget let's that's not right. forget <laughs> it was for the what was it the 40th anniversary of the empire strikes back
1: that's right that's right which is my favorite of that trilogy <laughs> i was like if i'm gonna be in anything i was just like yes get me in that space where it's like the darkest, uh, <laughs> star Wars ever, you know, <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. I'm That's glad awesome, I was able man. to do it.
0: <laughs> when you, when they reached out to you, was it like, Oh, we want, we're thinking about you or was it more, Oh, we want you to do this. And then were you freaking the fuck out?
1: They were like, they reach out through my agent my agent sends it to me and like are you interested (laughs) I was like do you know me like I was like how many times have I tried to force my kids to watch that like they're just like I again I'm like come on it's it's the best one No, it was amazing when I got that email I was like how like try not to be all eager yeah like give it a couple of days and then say yes you know (laughs) yeah instead of being like hell yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome uh okay let's get into let me tell you that I read this and I ate this up shout out to our girl Alisa, because she sent me the arc beforehand, but I had already pre-ordered because I don't mess around. I support my <laughs> friends and I pre-ordered it from the lip bar. Um, I appreciate it. And I read this and I was like, what? Also, because people need to know all your other books, the your your babies, your other babies, they were in, based in New York, it's in Puerto Rico. Da, da, da. This is right. the first L.A., yeah. And they also need to know that you're from the BX, Book Brooklyn, down Bronx, but you've been living out in LA for a long ass time. So this mm. is huge. I felt, and I was reading it, and I, and I, I'm sure Hanna is listening to this right now, and she she felt the same way. I was like, yo, those are the streets I know. That whole shit, I can see the. You know what I mean? It's like it's our. I, I don't live there right now, but it's my town. Like it's part of me, right. and to you know. So anyways, let's talk about We Light Up the Sky. Tell the lovely folks what it's about.
1: So uh, We Light Up the Sky is it's a young adult book. It is an alien invasion story set in Los Angeles and centering three brown uh, Latin, Latine, Latinx kids, high school kids, uh, Pedro Luna and Rafa, as they deal with this, uh, this visitor and and uh, a city who who wouldn't save them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> so those was, it was uh yeah it was the perfect kind of like science fiction first context uh novel um that in LA it was fun <laughs> amazing and and just to give you context kids she will
0: just like I don't know you know just you know we talk almost daily she'll just be like hey I'm thinking I want to do like a you know a sci-fi like anything we're like oh that sounds awesome Da-da-da. boom here it is it's dope <laughs> it's just like what
2: what is this what did you
0: and i will say i feel that a lot of creatives should take note from you is that you are disciplined as hell oh. you se- i feel like you all you you set time aside you even created a space where you could just every day i'm gonna write and i've heard other writers other um screenwriters you know mm-hmm. novelists where they do that it's a discipline thing like I, I might be writing shit but I'm gonna write for this time and I feel like you're so prolific and we don't even know <laughs> that you were busting that you just be like yeah I'm thinking about this and then boom here it is and then <laughs> oh by the way this is also coming out we're like what
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I I i yeah i i just i mean i used to write a lot before i even had any books like and i was trying to write a novel i would i would write in in the car i was i was reminded of that by my kid you know because she would do her extracurricular stuff and then i would just take my laptop with me and i would yeah it's like two hours sometimes waiting for a kid to finish
2: yeah and
1: i would just write in the car or i would write in the benches you know the outside while you're waiting (laughs) and everybody would just see that they'll be like oh there she is doing it. you know um and that's how i would wrote margo sanchez um like so i i am very determined in that sense like i'm disciplined in that sense that i will dedicate time to projects that i really want make happen yeah and and i'll do that um Some of that has to do with anxiety, but a lot of it has to do with because I want to do it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's a nice
1: mix. (laughs) Yeah. so You know, it helps. (laughs) And
0: so, you know, I I heard you mention it in in another panel that I saw you on is that you kind of wrote this. But then the world happened to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was the before times and then it was the fucking crazy times. And then what. How did you come to the decision? Like, oh, I'm gonna infuse this. I'm gonna put this in here,
1: right? Um, I knew I wanted. I knew my next book was gonna be a science fiction, like a alien invasion book. Like I knew that, right? And then I was, you know, I had a deadline, you know, and I had to get it done. And um, <clears throat> yeah, and then you know, COVID hit, and I was just like, how do I write about? How do I write about this? Like I was feeling you know, COVID is like an invasion, you know? And so I was feeling that really hard and I needed to write through all those anxieties that I was dealing with, dealing with lockdown, dealing with people getting sick, scared, you know, people dying. Um, How do I write about this kind of overwhelming sense of grief and loss? Mm. Um, And so, you know, my only way of coping with things is through writing. So I wrote we light up the sky with the with the, with the intention of marking how, how much we've lost because it's set, you know, a couple of years after COVID, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I had, you know, the mentality or I would had the hope that we would be done, <laughs> right? <laughs> like we were like, how silly of me. I thought we were gonna be done. <laughs> and then, you know, so it's weird. Uh, There were, there were a lot of people who were like, do we write about, you know, are we writing our books? Do we write about COVID? Do we, you know, and I'm just like, like I have, if I'm going to write, I have to be as honest as possible. And I did write about it, you know? Yeah. But I don't want it to be a trauma, traumatized, re-traumatizing thing for young people. Um, I really wanted to lean into this idea of like, it is okay to mourn loss Mm. and the loss that we have, you know, that we're still dealing with, you know?
0: Yeah, I that
1: hopefully I conveyed that. I'm not sure if I did. But I feel,
0: and that's like no bias,
1: because
0: you're my girl. It's I was reading it because you know, people on Twitter, you know, Twitter, it's it could be Mm. a messy place. People choose violence some days, most days. And (laughs) and and I was just like, people are like, oh, people are signing on to do like a pandemic movie. And I was like, I don't want to fucking see that shit. And then when shows were like show, like shows that you know, just that were current and they they show like how they're on mat with masses. I was like, I don't want to see that shit. I need an escape, right? Right, right, right. Like, I don't, like you said, I don't want to re be I need an escape from it. I'm living it. Mm. I don't want to see it on my shit when I'm trying to right. relax on the on the rare case that I'm trying to relax. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to relive that shit. But mm. I feel this was done in such a way because you're saying it's past it, but it's still talking about it in a real way. The real mm. ramifications and the mm. repercussions of what went down to 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 all of us, but especially how it affected
2: young people, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I really it was important for that in the sense because it's it's also like even though we're you're you're kind of entering this world that that you know we light up the sky. You're entering in the world where these young kids are just you know hanging out and sort of partying or like whatever, just being obnoxious, you know, like being themselves. <laughs> yeah. And being kids. but then they're still dealing with all this other stuff, right? Yeah. So it's just like I don't know, it just felt it felt very current. Super like, current. Current even now. Even though now kids, you know, in LA, they're still masked up and stuff. Yeah. They still want to go hang out and party.
0: <laughs> yeah, they just want to be kids. And I feel yeah. like it's it's very timely, but I feel it, it's a classic because first and foremost, you are healing my teen self. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Margo, Ch- like to see someone with curly hair, you know, and then for, for uh, We Light at the Sky to see three brown kids.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Do you
0: know what I'm saying? On the cover. <laughs> like if I would have known, you know, just looking through cover, I would have picked it on the cover alone. Do you know right, what I'm right. saying? But also just the classic idea of being that young dealing with loss Uh no matter if it's from COVID or anything else
3: Uh.
0: and 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 without giving anything away but just like how as a teen and coming from so many different types of circumstances how are you supported
1: Uh
0: Uh how was it treated how was death talked about how was mourning talked about like how was depression how was like all that i feel like that and and it's a coming of age but it's like timeless i think the 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 alien situation
1: kind of magnifies yeah yeah it magnifies that Mm -hmm. it, it magnifies the feeling of not only just you know how aliens are usually oh it's about colonization and the other right Mm -hmm. but with these three brown kids is that they are living in their own spheres their own bubbles and so then you see really clearly how how each of them are kind of containing themselves you know in their bubble until you can't do that in in, ter- in ter- times of crisis yeah. you know and that's what we've learned even in pandemic like you like really learn who can I be down who's gonna be down and ride or die like really yeah ride or die right like we learned so well like oh you're going to Tulum <laughs> excuse me what <laughs> in not year know? two but year one you one like remember we're like wh- how who's doing what on IG Excuse. exactly <laughs> exactly it's yes for sure
0: it's been it's been enlightening this these 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 what are they? it
1: was the before times but I don't know what these are times are called the fucked up times <laughs> I know but it's like it's I I was talking with a friend of mine is like I really c- cut down on on friends like friends like i've just cut it down to like oh these are the this is the core yeah of the people that i could only that i know i could rely on yeah because a lot of people are very you know it's a very american mentality to be selfish yeah and be self-centered and just i'm gonna do it i'm gonna just do whatever i want at the cost of everyone yeah i don't give like they don't they have the i don't
0: give a fuck mentality it's like and and I've been saying the past couple of times, I am low-key grateful that we had the trash administration and a pandemic coincide so I could see some of these people, motherfuckers, true colors, mm. and be like, Oh, I would have never known. I would have been true. none the wiser.
1: It's true. You're like, wow, I had no idea you were this. Okay. I'm Click on a- black, 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 yeah. blackly,
0: black, black, black. <laughs> it, it's crazy so so there we are um so yeah i recommend everyone buy it for the youngs in your in your families but buy it for yourself hmm. I, this is an amazing book it's out now i'm gonna have a link to all her dope shit <laughs> so don't don't even don't even stress about it what i want to get into now is
1: how we met remember how I didn't know I couldn't remember like how we met but I do remember because we worked in the same spot didn't is that the first time I
0: think so because I don't know if I met you before I was freelance art directing there or I don't
1: think so I think we met through that because of yeah it was because you were working there and I was like oh meet this person
0: and it was Jen Jen Amazing dance family. She held one of my legs during childbirth. That's what. Ta- that's how close we're talking about. And I remember she was just like, and I remember it was at the job or not. And she was just like, "Oh, you got to meet her. You love her. She's from New York. She's dope. You know." And at the time, you
1: were um fashion writer, no? I was actually I was their online editor in chief. Oh, so geez. it was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get it right. No, I'm <laughs> they were. Um, it was a. It was a, a city like they it was city like magazines. so this one was angel angelino but i had to run all their city magazines for their online mm-hmm. content and um yeah it was an interesting life <laughs> it was like i think my last uh gig as a, a journalist was working there yeah and so
0: thanks to jen thanks to <laughs> mod mod lux modern luxury that, yes. that's how we met but we met but we were not like hanging out or anything just like oh no. hi da, da, yeah da, yeah da. and then like <laughs> you know maybe see you because we have some some amazing pictures of us sweating at a wonderful like a stevie wonderful or something yes <laughs> and so we, like see each other like that but then it wasn't till i don't know when did we start like really talking it was it was just recently yeah it was i was living in, in la so it was at the dons so cano Uh, Supernatural Bear was already born and then we were going to have you on The Nerd Out or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. And then at the same time, then I think it was, I reached out, I was on um, Lady Emish, Elisa's show that she used Uh to have and then she had you on and you had a show over there and then I don't know how we, where we like triangulated and joined forces. (laughs) We were just like, oh, let's
1: all it's true okay. then we had a dinner and we started really connecting and talking which is a pretty much a lifesaver for me during pandemic
0: same fucking mm-hmm. same you you two amazing bitches the talks that you guys I don't know if I could have made it without you guys like, this is the
1: truth for me
0: you know like mm-hmm. it was because it, it was so many we were all going the world was going through so many emotions but it was like you know, I don't know, and and we could. I feel we could. I could be as honest as fuck. It's like a safe space. Yeah, you know, and then we could talk mad trash.
1: <laughs> and also, it's just like we were talking about this the other day. Is like we could talk about things like hip hop. Yes, like going crazy when the wrist is out, and we're just all like, <laughs> "Did you?" Uh, you know like just live
0: chatting it up <laughs> like- yeah there's so many there's so many things like I, I mentioned in the, in the episode that we had where we're all three of us are on non productions lights episode two go check it out you know it's like you guys cross over on so many things we could talk about movies hip-hop writing you know and I mm-hmm. learned so much from you guys because it's like You know, you guys are from the literary world and I can learn so much from that. And then like we music. I mean, it's just it just runs everything. So uh, thank you to Jen. Thank you to Modern Luxury. Thank you to you. Thank you to Elisa. Like it's been amazing. And also to see you go from, oh, editor over here to, yeah, I'm going to write books. Oh, yeah. And then boom, 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 awards. it's, (laughs) It's a beautiful thing to see, you know, to see your friends have, you know, I'm going to do this now. And it's not a dream. It's just like, I'm going to change directions now. I'm going to pursue this other shit that I like. And to see them not only do it, but thrive. I mean, it's, it's gold. It's gold for days.
1: Um, it was like, it was funny because I ran into someone who I used to work with at Modern Luxury. We didn't run in. We, we met um this earlier this week and it was just, it was just nice to remember like Oh yeah. You know, like that, like we still like we you know she she still write she writes books and she write and she's working for TV as well and I was just like oh look at us look at us <laughs> who would
2: have thought who would have thought,
0: thought. <laughs> amazing oh, so uh, on top of you know the books and everything else and you've written for Latina magazine and all these different things you've written some especially in the past couple of years, you've written some really amazing personal mm. articles, essays, however you, you classify them. But the one, the one that I think spoke to me, and, and I, I remember I sent it to everybody and their mother because mm. it was that powerful is the talking to my family about colorism is an
1: act of self love. Oh man. Thanks for seeing that. i really I really appreciate that. That was, I don't like writing personal essays. <laughs> 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 it was just, uh, let's be real. I like, it's really, it's, it's really hard to be vulnerable on the page when you have to, you know, just be honest and, and talk about things that maybe you're ashamed of, you know, and that, that essay I say it's a little bit it's it's hard it's hard for each of my essays it's just hard for me to be that way because then I I you know I just grew up in this in a world where you're not supposed to be airing any of your dirty laundry out of course and you're supposed to keep all that stuff quiet and and not say anything about it and so Yeah. yeah I don't I get uncomfortable
0: Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure, but but I just want to say thank you, and I'm sure everyone that's read that wants to say thank you because it was it was done in such a way where you're telling it from your personal experience. But Mm. it's what 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 my friend says and what we say about this podcast is the universal in the specific. Like you're talking about specific people in your family and your specific unique story but it's fucking universal for days cuz i relate to that shit right my friends that i've sent it to they're like yo i was like i know i told you like because <laughs> it's come it came out i believe last year right
1: I think so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
0: it was last year. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was last yeah. year. which seems like a world ago, but it was last <laughs> year and it was like so many things were happening, right? Mm. It was like the 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 uprising, the revolution in the streets, the awareness, mm-hmm. the trash, you know, administration, the the there were so many different things and mm. it was a, I think for me I was like yes perfect timing because we were dealing with the black lives matter movement yeah, and then seeing like yo where's our people Mm -hmm. what 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 are we not talking about oh the shit that we never talk about that it's been in place for for years yeah
1: yeah yeah we don't talk
0: about it in our personal families and our nuclear families and our extended families let alone you know we love to group ourselves when something's winning but when we want to talk about some real shit like mm. this is necessary. This is the time to talk about it, right? Because, you know, we always say, you know, the 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 powers that be, they don't want us to unite. They love this right. is by design. They want to keep mm-hmm. us separated. But if we need, just like the United States, the world, but especially this country, needs to talk about the bullshit that happened and be real with it. Our our Latinx, Latin whatever, however you want to call it, our black and brown you know, Afro-Latino communities, we need to talk about this shit Mm -hmm, because we mm -hmm. can't move forward until it works. We recognize it.
2: Have your kids been in a house playing video games in your space way too long? Now you can get them outdoors and still be social while social distancing at The Skate Side After School and group skateboarding classes. Skate students get to improve their skating and decompress after a long day or week of school. This program is awesome for beginners to get started or advanced skaters to take their skills to the next level. Go to theskateside.com And learn about our COVID safe programs in Santa Monica, Culver City, Glendale, and South Pasadena. That's T H E S K A T E S I D E dot com. The skate side, more kids skating. Yeah, yeah. And I mean,
1: that's
0: what's the solutions, but. That's the step, that's major step number one. Like recognize (laughs) recognize that colorism exists. And I feel like it's been a nice wave. And I feel that you were at the beginning, at the cusp of that, uh, you know, of that wave where it's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, I relate to that. It's necessary. Let's talk about, it. So I feel like more and more people talk about. It. So anyways, I'm going to have a link to this too. You guys have to read this. It, it it just breaks it down and it's an honest, uh, vulnerable look of, of a situation. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was, it was interesting because then I think it was like, and then in, in the Heights came out and I was just like, Oh, yo, <laughs> In our face, it was like, oh, okay. Like I was just like, wow, okay. So then (laughs) here it is, here it is. Here's familia. You know, not not being, not seeing what's right in front of them. You know, yeah, and the choices that are being made again and again in Hollywood. You know,
0: and by and this time by our own by our own supposedly community,
1: right? And then I'm like, and I you know, I have very little connection with Hollywood for sure, but I'm so aware of how, how that happens, you know, like, it's like, you want, you want, you want your stuff to be out there on the screen. How many, like, it's so hard to just get to that point. Yeah. And then you're just, and then you, I don't know, like I'm, and I get it. I just, I guess I could just say that I get it, but it's, it was, it was a, it was a misstep that, Maybe could be remedied in a way, you know? Yes, for sure.
0: So let's just hope that, you know, we have more of these conversations, um, you know, within our own, just, it starts at home. Exactly. (laughs) It starts at home. It starts with ourselves. Like, how am I?
1: Right. I mean, myself. Myself, That's like like, your personal shit. Or like that is like just checking, making sure that my blind spots, you know? And like to him. be surrounded by people who are going to check you. Exactly.
0: And and that's something that I was just telling uh, the supernatural bear yesterday. Like, if you're a good friend, you check each other. Mm-hmm. And not in a mm-hmm. way to take you down. It's just because I, you know what? I care about you. So I'm going to invest in time into saying like, yo, you're tripping. That's not right. Or maybe you should rethink this or blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I hope. I feel that you guys, you, you ladies, the LMC, the knob, knob B productions really provide that for me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was just just listening to this podcast about it. It's a recap of insecure. And they were talking about how, like, you know, sometimes you need, you have those friends that are like ride or die that are going to be like, what's happening? Oh, let me, let's get this. Let's kill some people. Like, but they're not really aware and they're not really being, you know, um, like maybe and- right. Like maybe you're wrong. Yes. Maybe I shouldn't be killing this person. Exactly. You know, and then you have the <laughs> friends that are just like there to help you out and listen and support right. you. And if you really come out of pocket where it's detrimental to yourself and others, they'll, they'll be like, uh, excuse me. Are you really, th- you know, and we need that,
1: you know, we definitely I need do. that. I, like, I'm always <laughs> telling my friend, like, yo, if you hear me saying something <laughs> like that, make sure, like know A, that I might be possessed and B, <laughs> take me out. You know, I'm just like, make sure.
0: <laughs> yes, for sure.
1: Uh, okay. So
0: let's get into these questions and comments from the audience. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> First. Being from the Bronx, what is the one thing that pleasantly surprised you about LA? And having been here for a while, how do you think the two cities have equal weight and influence your work? Also, hugs to her. That is by our good friend that we mentioned earlier, Jen Kuroki. She's, she's a dope she's so ass ceramist. So I'll have a link to her stuff too. Buy talent. her stuff, it's gorgeous. It um, really is.
1: So talented
0: super talented. And so, uh, buy her shit. So what's
1: the, what's the answer to, to Jen? Um, it's so funny because I'm, I, you know, I lived in LA for 20 years and I'm always Bronx. Like, look, I'm wearing a BX sweatshirt. <laughs> is, this is what I wore is. today. And so I'm always like, always constantly, you know, have Puerto Rican flag in my car. Like I'm constantly <laughs> course, rapping, and, but I get into weird I've gotten into weird arguments with people in, in LA about it. Like, I don't know why, like, I just don't like, I guess people think that they need to have a conversation with me because I'm repping. And so then, then the Bronx comes out. Right. And so then I'm like, here it is. Like, this is like signs of the universe telling me like, Oh, you just want a little bit of of Bronx. You missed it. Here, if you have an argument with somebody. And so it's been, it's really strange when that happens, but I'm just like, really? (laughs) So But I do love L.A. L.A. is a really kind of unique, a different type of city. Um, I'm I'm always in awe of it. Like, I'm just like, oh, there's like gems in this in this in this city that people are are unaware of.
0: For sure. You
1: know, it's not just families who are living here who have grown up here. But there there's like really beautiful moments in this city that I love. And I'm just like, I'm always discovering something new. And so that's why that's I mean, I really do love it here. Um, but when I but I always get my my fix, so I always go to New York, <laughs> go there and then come back. <laughs> so I, I I'll be there uh, next month. So I'm ready.
0: <laughs> you're, you're, you're like a, you're like our favorite vampires. Like you need a little bit of bronc, you need. A, next time you go, bring a little thing of Bronx soil. <laughs> <laughs> put it
1: under your bed (laughs) it's funny because we go to like there's a a bakery near or whatever there's like bread it's like really I think it's called bread or what is it called I forgot it's a special bread Mm. and it's very soft and I kid you not I brought it back with me when I was in in, from New York like last month I came in and I was like here to my husband he was like wow (laughs) so happy so happy I'm like it's just bread we, we get it from this bakery in the Bronx
0: That's special. That's special. Special.
1: It's different.
0: (laughs) Hilarious. Okay, let's go to the next one. It's um, what is your personal practice around writing and self care, and also, oh, it's three parters. What advice would you give to your younger self? And the final part, your style is fire. I got three fire emojis. Where (laughs) do you shop? And this is by. Um, someone that's turning into a, re- a good friend. I feel we have a lot in common, a writer and creative in the well-being space. She's part of my Inspired Action tribe. Her name is Jessica Marquez Cable. Cable. I'm sorry if I'm messing that last part <laughs> up. But yeah, she asked. She's a fan. She loves your work. She also loves your style.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, so, OK, I guess the first one is about advice, uh, advice about for my the younger right- self
0: what is your personal practice around writing and self-care
1: okay so writing self-care is um that's a new one for me <laughs> so i mean i could say that only because i'm not currently writing a book mm. and i'm taking a really long kind of break from that well and just being very specific <laughs> as to what i want to work on next so before i would just be like hustle 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 and i'm lucky in the sense that i could take that little break um, but that, so that to me is self-care is yeah. allowing myself to like, just be open to inspiration and, and really kind of think of where I want to go next when it comes to my writing. Um, and, and being okay with that. And that's mm. to me is a challenge is being okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, cause sometimes I find myself like, Oh my God, I should be writing. And I've written almost, I would write every day, you know, and now it's like, it's okay to just read a book. It's like, all of this is helping inform my next project. So um so self-care is just being okay with <laughs> with whatever yeah. it is the path leads me to, you know. Yeah. Staying um,
2: still for a little okay,
1: bit. Okay, so yeah. Advice for your one? younger self. Advice for the youngest self. Um the advice for my younger self is I wish I didn't have as much doubt as I used as I did when I was mm-hmm. younger when it came to my writing talent. I had really huge doubts. And um, and I think that really stopped me from pursuing. Even my journalism, like it just, Mm -hmm. you know, I stopped myself from like applying to journalism school, you know, journalism school because I didn't think I was good enough. I would stop myself from applying to other jobs because I didn't think I was good enough. Um, And now I'm just like, y'all need me. (laughs) so when I get a rejection which I still do I'm just like you failed (laughs) you a mess you're gonna catch the
2: vapors
0: (laughs) for sure oh because it's the truth kids I don't know what you're thinking it's the truth um she's telling no lies detected um and then your style is fire where do you shop
1: you you know what you don't you know you don't have to give out just oh, it. You I you know, <laughs> I honestly, I mean, I wish if I had money money, I would be yeah. like Alexander McQueen and, and Prada. Oh I love I love those clothes, but I have I not money money. So <laughs> I I I very selective, you know, buy clothes that makes look that makes me look good. And, and I used to be a fashion editor, so I'm really into fashion and really into clothes and details of clothes and how they're made. I think it's an art form, and it's a way of expressing yourself. So I do love wearing clothes. <laughs> so even though I'm in my sweats today, but um, I when I'm in a you know when I do events, even Zoom events, I make sure that I I dress accordingly. <laughs> yeah, you're really good about
0: knowing your colors. Like that's yeah. hard. Like I'm just getting into because I I was I got the green undertone, so a lot of shit looks like shit. So I just stay black. But it, but I'm starting to get into colors. But you're really good at going with colors, like bright colors Mm-mm-mm. and patterns, and they look really good on you. But also, kids, I mean, if you don't know what Lillian looks like, you need to look her up, and then <laughs> just know that her and her sister. They are Benjamin buttoning their asses
1: through this life. Let me
0: tell you. OK,
1: I don't that my you. sister really does help me uh, like chill. She's like whatever fashion sense I got. I, I definitely got it from my sister who was really what, at a young age, really knew how to dress and really would go to vintage stores. You know, we didn't have any money, but she would yeah. just buy, you know vintage clothes and thrift stores and just really know how to dress and I think I got that from her so sometimes I'll go home and she'll still be like here I I saw this here and I'm like fabulous (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: amazing okay so this part is it's um, an audio-visual question coming in. Oh, okay. And so the audience, of course, you're only going to hear the visuals, but just know, I mean, just audio, but you, the visuals are on point too. So let's see if I have this. And if not, you won't hear it because I'll edit it so that you won't hear me mess up. But <laughs> let's see. Okay, can you see this? Yes.
3: Hey, yo. Welcome to this episode Can you hear that? Dos mujeres, un okay, chinito.
0: Okay, let me, let me start it from the <laughs> <Where>? beginning. <laughs> what
3: was that? Okay. You
0: can hear it, though? Yeah, I could. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here's a question.
3: Hey, yo. Welcome to this episode of Dos Mujeres, un chinito. <laughs> you know what it is. This message is for uh, the Butter Pekin Rican. Lilium, it's your boy. I'm out here in these Burbank streets, holla. Yo, I wanted to know, since you're Boricua, I always wondered, sort of a New York question. How come Puerto Ricans be getting tight whenever you mistakenly ask them if they're Dominican? Yo, what's your beef? You guys think you're better than everybody else? You got your little parade, you guys think You're fucking big time Frankie Valley. Is that what you think? Anyway, I want to hear it from you guys. Tell me, why why is uh, why do you guys get so offended? Hmm? What's so special? Holler.
1: Oh, my God. That is amazing. I feel I mean, I feel really privileged and honored to receive (laughs) uh, that question. I mean, I mean, it's just too much. It's too much. Oh,
0: how do for, I answer I, this? That's from episodes, Word to Your Mama, episode six, guest, Kano Kid, the the mild-mannered hooligan. <laughs> and they have this, you know, they have this thing because they're both from New York and they're the same. They've been out here for a while and they need a little New York fix. And you needed a little New York fix. There it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that. It's so true that he broke it down with the parade. <laughs> you got a parade. <laughs> you think you're better.
0: No, but, I mean, but I also like the 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 deep the deep dive the the B side of instead of dos mujeres un camino dos mujeres un chinito he's ecu- chinese ecuadorian hilarious
1: That's, i mean to me that alone <laughs> should be our like the next podcast that we see you do. <laughs> should be, that should be the title i mean i'm ready <laughs>
0: Those mujeres un chinito will take the world by storm it'll be fire fire it'll fire. be like seven fire emojis
1: hilarious oh. I, I don't have a beef with, with dominic like dominicans like you know i mean if i bring down the history of that we all know why just yeah. read my just read the essay, just read on the colorism.
2: essay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that answers the question why the PRs have problems, you know. I mean, that is the key. That is, <laughs> that is the key, right that's there. That's what it is. But I mean, my book, uh, uh, "Never Look Back," is all is all dr love. Yeah, it's all dr love.
0: Yeah, so make sure you get that as well.
3: <laughs> make sure you that pop
1: that question.
0: as well. But uh, yeah, shout out to everybody who who submitted the the questions and comments. You know, Kano going above, beyond. I was like, give "Give me audio. I want to play audio because she needs that voice. She needs that New York voice, you know. I know it's Queens versus BX, but it's New York nonetheless. It's the New York sensibility. But then he sent me the video. He sent it to me last night. I was, I go, she's going to love this shit. She's
1: going to love I love it. I'm telling you, that's going to be the next podcast. (laughs) Someone, someone pay us all the money. We're not going to do it it unless we get paid. (laughs)
0: Just listen it, to this episode. Right. And then go listen to him and I together and then imagine us three together.
2: Forget I think it will it. it. be
1: on. It'll be on because it's all it's like it's new. It's Queens, Bronx and L.A. It's like L.A. is Cali. It's just West Coast. Yeah. West yeah, Coast, yeah. East it's, Coast, Ecuadorian, Chinese. Yeah. Boricua, so
0: Mexicana. I mean, we cover a lot. <laughs> amazing
1: it's it's It's, i'm I'm ready for it i'm so ready
0: i'm here for all of it but also only if we get paid let's make sure we make that part clear okay i mean very clear Produced. (laughs) we just show up be our amazing selves it's produced it's edited and put out in the world promo and everything yeah that's it done it's a done deal (laughs) i love it okay so to 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 wrap it up because you were already on episode two, make sure to check it out. You know, Nabi Productions light. That's hilarious as well with our girl, Elisa, Lady Emish. Okay. Heartbreak Monday Radio. Make sure you check that shit out. I'll have a link to that as well. Because you answered the Natural rapid fire questions, the AKA as hell questions. This is the not so rapid fire questions, AKA the as hell questions part two. <laughs> and these are for you. Are you ready? I, I am ready, yes. Bad Bunny or John Bernthal? Oh, my God. Bad Bunny.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, excuse me. I'm staring at him right now. I'm staring at him right now. I oh, mean, yeah. hello. Hello. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Because I was like, I got to make your
0: pick between two people that I know she loves. But now we know who, she, who you love more.
1: I love John. I love. I love that actor. I do. But, you know, it's weird because I feel like I might meet him, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. But Bad Bunny, I'm like, what's up?
3: (laughs) Totally.
0: (laughs) Okay. out of everything you've written to to date. Yes. Which is your absolute favorite book or essay? Absolute favorite. It's like picking a child, I suppose. Your favorite child. Hard
1: um I really do love never look back I think it's one of my it's my pers- most personal and and it kind of incorporates a lot of different things in there that I love so I would say never look back but I love all my books
0: <laughs> they're all amazing
1: sushi or tacos
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> Damn. I
0: know it's a tough questions I know Ow.
1: It's really tough. I'm going to say tacos because that's like literally like that's like my New York pizza. Like I have to have tacos <laughs> at least at least twice a week. Yeah. So, I mean, sushi, I'm not having twice a week.
2: No, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> so but,
1: I'll say tacos. Okay, tacos.
0: OK. And the final question. New York or L.A.? New York all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, sorry. No hesitation. New York. <laughs> I mean, it's weird, right? I've been here for so long and I still feel like I'm from New York. You know, where are yeah. you from? I'm from New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where do you
0: live? I go, oh, I haven't lived there in 20 something years.
1: <laughs> I mean, how ridiculous am I? I'm like, wait, wait, I'm from New York. Oh, but I live in LA. <laughs> 50 years (laughs) 50 years plus
0: but you know (laughs) but kano it's funny because kano's the same way you know what is that it's hilarious it's it's a new it must be in the water and it's it's in the i don't know it's a new york thing because he's the same way there's like without fail something new york comes out something about (laughs) new york something new york but then at the same time you know it's funny i was driving um driving past every time I, I drive past burbank you know because he mm. he's he's representing you know representing the banks i was like texting i go do you hear me honking because i'm passing the banks right now the banks <laughs> the banks freaking hilarious the banks we're like oh you're from the hard street of the banks <laughs> repping hard repping hard it's it's tough being from animation city um <laughs> At least he has.
1: I mean over there over the hill at least there's a Puerto Rican restaurant I don't even oh, have yeah. a Puerto Rican restaurant that's, here that's true that's
0: true yeah he does have that and he goes he when he eats over there you guys are just <laughs> like I miss man people don't understand the good food oh yeah the good food LA has
2: it's All so true
0: I go love someplace the food else, you here. were like oh man I didn't know how good I had until you're gone and I'm gone and it's <laughs> It's missed. And then, you know, one of my uh, friends, she uh, was I don't she posted where she was going to go eat. I was like, you're hurting me. I go that that's that's painful. And then, you know what she does? Savage. She sends me a picture of her eating the taco. I was like, Uh oh, Oh, so
1: good. I'm always like, oh, there's a new restaurant. I'm like whenever someone wants to meet for a restaurant, I'm like, where do you want to tell me now? Because I'm barely going out. But they're like, Can we go somewhere new? Cause I'm like, I've yet, <laughs> I, mean, I haven't hit everyone. Like I'm like, show me all the good restaurants, my goodness. Right? We get excited. So about many, that. so many. I know, um,
0: <laughs> Lilium. Muchísimas gracias for doing this. It was so much fun, as I knew it would be, as I knew it would be. <laughs> and make sure you go get everyone's shit. Any so what? What is coming up in the pipeline? So people get ready, and if they can pre-order, you know, order. What? What? What are we
1: doing? No we just got we light up the sky anything that that comes out won't be coming out until two years from now so nice. uh it's just we light up the sky buy my book buy never look back it's on paperback now it's gonna be it's audiobook it's, it's being translated yeah so we'll have that soon I'm not sure when but I'm excited about never look back being translated I've been talking with the the translator and she's she's really looking she's really paying attention like it's uh, translators are amazing writers, and so she's just really being, you know, just specific, and I love it, so yeah, because you could get fucked up translations, so
0: you just really want to make sure that it translate the the emotion that you you were trying to convey. so that's amazing yeah,
1: so yeah, so that I don't know when that comes out, but yeah, just buy and never look back. that's all just buy all her books just buy all her books (laughs) i love being on here i love talking to you you know you know
0: this (laughs) and don't forget we're, we're really serious but not but we're serious About Dos Mujeres, Un Chinito. Okay, so get get us that bag and we'll make it happen. I'm
1: so down. I mean, it'll be so many arguments. It'll be perfect. (laughs) It'll be perfect. People need it. People need it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you,
0: Lilia. I appreciate
1: it. Thank you.
0: (laughs) And now introducing...
2: Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear. What's up, guys? SME16 here. And today's spotlight is Miss Lilium Rivera. And she writes books such as Dealing in Dreams, Never Look Back, and the Goldie Vance series, etc. She writes Amazing books, which you should definitely go check out, and my mom will most likely put a link in the description below of the episode, oh sorry, show notes I'm part of the show biz, not the pod biz the show notes um so that way you can go purchase all of her um amazing books. you can also find them in some local libraries as well, but She's an amazing author. And like she deserve, she deserves way more credit than she actually gets. Like she already gets a lot of credit. About like a about um seven credit. But she should be getting an eleven credit. Also, this is out of ten. Eleven credit. Cause her books are so good. They never use words such as said multiple times for one character in a chapter they instead use things like exclaimed cried shouted whispered and it's just so expressive also that was ritzy p aka my mom laughing in the background <laughs> anyway thank you for listening to Words your mama and thank you miss lillian for being on the show all right bye guys do. Yeah.
0: There you have it, folks. Episode 53 of Word to Your Mama with Lilium Rivera. Dope. She's fantastic. And you probably don't know me. If you know me, you know. I can't fake the funk. Even if I know you. So please know that I am sincere about her writing. Sincere about the length. How she takes you onto these all these different genres. You're like, I don't know. I mean, she could write this, but can she write a mystery for the gold events? Yes, she can. <laughs> can she write sci-fi with We Light Up the Sky, Alien Invasion? Uh yeah, 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 she can. Um, and I just wanna give again a special shout out to both Lillian Rivera and Elisa, aka Lady Emish. Go check out, I'll have a link to her episode with DJ Fatrick because they do the amazing show, Heartbreak Monday Radio. Big shout out to them. They are an integral part of how I was able to survive the past couple of years. Rider dies, man. Rider dies. So gracias, hermanas. I appreciate you. I love you. I see you and I hear you. And also, you know, the supernatural, I told you, the supernatural pair just stating facts. <laughs> And who doesn't want to hear this spin-off of Dos Mujeres Un Chinito? I think it's going to be crazy. It'll be fantastic. So make it happen, folks. As always, thank you so much for the support. If you have any questions, any comments, leave some reviews, but also reach out. You know, send an email to hola at com. And you know, DM us, do whatever, da 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 da, and support, donate, be become a patron uh, on Patreon. Tell your folks, tell your peeps, tell your friends, and as always, we reap. "Word to Your Mama" is owned and produced by Ritz P. Intro beat produced by Nico Beats. If you need any more information on Word to Your Mama, including Mini Kit, go to wordtoyourmama.com. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RissyPerryWinca.com and
2: doyansharp.com.